The materials on this podcast are for informational and entertainment purposes only and are not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional. Welcome to the Love Approach Project podcast. This is your host, Laura Gutierrez. And I want to welcome you to our second season together. During this season, you will get to listen to the interviews from my recent summit, Love in Times of Uncertainty, in which we focused on bringing you empowering resources, wisdom and tips that you can start using in your day-to-day -day life, and especially when you're going through challenging times. It is my intention that the 12 interviews from this second season support you and empower you in living the life that you deserve. Enjoy! Welcome everyone to Love in Times of Uncertainty Virtual Summit. This is your host, Laura Gutierrez. And thank you for joining us for this interview. You are going to be learning quite a few useful things that Jimmy, our guest today, is going to share with us. Our topic for this interview is kinesiology tips for stress relief. And my guest today is a beautiful person. Her name is Jeannie Santosa, and she is the founder of Glow Kinesiology. She's a registered kinesiologist, a mom to Theo, <laughs> who's a gorgeous little boy, and a wife, a friend. So here we go. So welcome, Jeannie. Thanks, Lara. Lovely to be here. Yes, so excited. I'm so excited to talk about kinesiology with you. Yes, great. And you are here, uh, Jeannie, because I really like your work and, and, you know, your love for kinesiology and how kinesiology has actually affected positively your life, you know, your, your, own, your own journey, you know. So why did we begin actually sharing with people a little bit about you? Because some people might know you, people that perhaps have already listened to the podcast episode which if I'm not wrong is focused episode three. So yes, of the Love Approach Project podcast, forgot to say that. But for those who don't know you, why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and your relationship with kinesiology? Okay. Um, yeah. So as you said, I'm a mom, <laughs> a wife, a friend, um, and a kinesiologist. And I love kinesiology um, because it helps get your energy moving in um, a healthy way. So when we're under stress, our energy gets scrambled all the time, day in, day out, we're going to have sort of like scrambled energy. So it's really nice, it's a nice way to kind of um, set goals and get your energy moving in the direction of that goal. So really focusing your energy so you can achieve those goals and make your life um, better and how you want it to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I also I also love it because it really takes into account how much emotions can affect our energy. So. Yeah. yeah, so I really enjoy, um, yeah, helping people uh, make make connections with what they're feeling and how that's actually creating stress or, um, you know, impacting their energy and helping them release those emotions so that they feel more energy in their life. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, it, yes, it definitely is one of the bigger things about kinesiology. Because when you go to a kinesiology appointment, <laughs> you find some things that you would never think they were there. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and feelings emotions from the past and stuff like that so it's, mm -hmm. it's 
pretty cool. So yeah. Jimmy, you, you just shared with us a little bit about kinesiology, but could you please dive deeper now into what kinesiology is for those people who don't know about it? Yeah, okay, so a typical kinesiology session um, will be based around a goal. So together with your kinesiologist, you will um, decide what your goal is and uh, what issues are kind of surrounding that goal. You'll find out the priority issue. And so by um, basing your session on a goal, you'll create an energy pattern which will show um, any blockages that you have. So your blockages are basically stress in the body. So you might have nutritional stress, physical stress, mental stress, emotional stress. And so um, the, you know, our job as the kinesiologist and the client is to um, un un release those blockages uh, and release that stress so that your energy can flow um, in the right direction, the right direction so you can achieve that goal. Mm, fantastic yeah. fantastic yeah yeah I, I think for for those people who are watching or listening to this interview it is really good if you have the chance to have a, a kinesiology appointment because it does help you as, as you were saying kind of like allow that energy well our life energy to flow mm -hmm. but I think that the, the thing that I like the most about kinesiology is that investig investigative kind of part yeah yeah exactly yeah i i really love that too so both both myself and the client will both be detectives and we'll be finding these emotions or finding out um like a stress will come up and we'll work together to find out what that means and how that's going to be released and how the client can move forward and you know um create some more awareness around what's what's stressing them out in their lives yeah yeah so it's really nice yeah. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. And well, and with what you just touched on, and then let's move on to talking about stress from the point of view of kinesiology. What is stress? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah, it could be anything. So, an injury might cause stress and um, it uh, might uh, cause um, balance issues it might cause nutritional issues and all of this stuff really impacts on our energy so we might um you know if you're dealing with a balance issue or a learning difficulty by the end of the day you're going to feel very tired <laughs> so um what kinesiology does is it will find out exactly where that stress is it might be like a, a vision point or something like that so it might be yeah a visual disturbance or it could be any number of things really so like each client comes in and every session is different so yeah stress is um nutritional emotional physical um mental <laughs> the list spiritual the list goes on yeah yeah, yeah. That, well that's that you know that's very interesting and, and i shouldn't say maybe interesting but it's that's that actually encompasses our human experience right like yeah. stress cannot only be because um, we're sitting in front of the computer, you know, all yes. day. Yeah. There are so many other yeah. aspects. And because we are that, we are all of that. We are emotion. We are uh, the intellectual cognitive part, the spiritual part, the physical part. So it's yeah. logical that we're going to find stress in yeah. all those areas or related yeah. areas. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, most mostly kinesiology is based on the meridian system, which is like the energy pathways in your body, which can be 
um, likened to little rivers in your body. So if there is a stress, whether it is mental or emotional or whatever's causing the stress, that will cause a blockage in that little river or that meridian. So our job is to clear that blockage so that energy can flow through and get to where it needs to go, which is our whole body, our whole being. And yeah, achieve those goals. So, yeah. yeah, fantastic. Uh, could it be, or would it be okay if we talk a little bit about muscle testing? Because I know that that's a big part of kinesiology. Yeah, yeah. So muscle testing is basically the primary tool of kinesiology. So, um, what a mu we'll use what's called an indicator muscle, and um, so we're looking for either a locking muscle, which is nice, strong muscle, or um, unlocking muscle, which is really um, spongy. Um, and so depending on the question we ask the body, uh, we can use that, that muscle test as biofeedback. So it's going to show us where the stress is um, and what it is. So yeah, so just through a series of questions and a, um, using muscle testing to answer those questions, you can really discover a lot about what's going on in your energy and in your body throughout a session. Yeah, yeah that's fantastic. Yeah. And so for that, for that kind of investigation, let's say, it's, it is better to be with a practitioner, isn't it? Uh, for those types of things, yeah, it, it is good to be with a practitioner. Some people are very good at muscle testing themselves at home, but sometimes, you know, um, even with myself, for, you know, particularly stressful things, um, I really need to see a kinesiologist because we all have um, sabotages, so unconscious sabotages. So um, it's better off if someone else is doing the muscle testing for you when things like that come up because it's more objective for a practitioner um, to be making, you know, an assessment that way. Yeah, rather than for yourself. Yeah. yeah, yes, 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 definitely. Like, being able to also ask for help, right? I think it comes down yeah. under that umbrella. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, it's lovely to go and see someone and yeah, have yeah. that care, and attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel supported. Yeah, feel yeah, supported. Exactly, exactly, and we all need that. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, Jeannie, obviously, what you're going to share with us today uh, are things that we can do at home. So this is. So it's not yeah. that we muscle testing ourselves or anything at home. Yeah, yeah. So this is just something that you can do and you don't need to muscle test for this because there'll be pretty clear indications um, that uh, you will need this correction. So the first one I'll talk about is uh, switching. So you'll, you'll find yourself switched if you can't... Um, walk straight or you're bumping into furniture or for example at the end of the day when I'm really tired I'll be reading a book to my son and I'll mix up the words and I'll know that I'm switched off because I'm so tired and it's been a long day so um, this is particularly good because I know a lot of people are working from home at the moment and putting in uh, longer hours than than they probably would if they're at work and so sitting in front of a computer um, and yeah, trying to focus for that long is quite challenging. So a really good way of focusing your energy and helping you with concentration is this technique, which is called switching. Okay, so basically when you're under this stress, any stress can cause um, this switching. Um, it's, it's chiropractors call it, call it um, 
neurological disorganization. So it's just basically an electrical scrambling in your body. So if you want to correct, uh, correct that, all you need to do is um, put two fingers and a thumb like that, and then <laughs> this is the index and the um, what's the name of yeah. it? The middle, <laughs> uh, your middle finger. <laughs> yes. the middle finger. But you know what? It's it's just because you need a um, neutral charge there. So two fingers or four fingers will work as well. Okay. So just, yeah. So and then all you need to do is put the top fingers above the top lip and your thumb below your bottom lip, and at the same time, just place your other hand on your belly button. Okay. Yeah. Really ground a nice flat hand across your belly button, and then you just rub from side to side here on your lips. Oh, yeah, just yeah, above, above and below your lips, above and below your lips. yeah, yep. And then switch over. So, this hand now goes on your belly button, and this hand does the same thing and rub from side to side. Mm. <laughs> And then, so that's the first part. There's three parts to this. Okay. The second part you can do with the same thing, either two or four fingers. And you're looking for these meridian points here. They're called your K27s. And they're underneath each of your collarbones, at the very end of your collarbones here. So right um, next to your sternum, there's two points on either side of your sternum. So put two fingers on one point, your thumb on the other point, okay. and the other hand, yep. And for those people listening on the podcast, this is <laughs> your extra difficulty level. I'm trying to understand this. So this hand goes on your belly button again to ground yourself. So the your other hand and rub from side to side. And then switch over. So switch hands. And so these will help us kind of like come back to the present and be yeah and, and kind of like feel focused again yeah feel focused so it just helps your body kind of reorganize its energy mm, so this is so handy concentrate. <laughs> oh it's so so handy so then the next thing we need to do so that's the second step third step is with either hand it doesn't matter which rub just use your knuckles to rub right down on your tailbone right down low on your tailbone just ba basically at the bottom of your pelvis. Okay. And then one hand across your belly as well to keep yourself centered. Okay. Yep. And then switch hands. So that, that hand that's rubbing your pelvis can go on your belly button and the other hand rubs your tailbone. And that is switching. That feels so comforting. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so just for those ones that are listening, for the people who are listening, so the first exercise is two fingers and the thumb. So the two fingers yep. above the lip and the thumb below the lip, and just yep. rubbing uh, from one side right to the other. Side. Left to right, left to right, back and forth, back and forth. With one and hand then, on the belly button. One hand on the belly button. So with every step, you always need to have your other hand on your belly button. Okay, great. Yes. And then the K27s are just in the center. Below. So on either side, either side of your sternum, just directly behind, below the collarbones. Perfect, yes. Yeah. And so, so two fingers on one, uh, on, under, so, the, yeah. 
under one of the color bones and the and the thumb on the other yeah. the other yeah, one. Yeah, so there's a yeah, you can even Google that point. They're called the K twenty sevens. This is a really important energy point, so it's a great one to rub. <laughs> great. I love this. I love this. I love this. Fantastic. And uh, finally then it's rubbing the tailbone. Rubbing the tailbone. So one hand on your belly and the other hand rubbing your tailbone. And then switch over hands. So everything you do with one hand, you have to do the same with the other hand. Okay. Yes. yes. I think I had a lot of switching, especially when I was younger. I was very yeah. clumsy, like super clumsy. Yeah. I had so many yeah. small accidents. Yeah. So this would really help, I think. I think a lot of people would, would benefit from this one many times a day. Yeah. yeah. Does this also help for when you are perhaps, yeah, maybe very tired and you don't know like what's left, what's right, what's... Yeah, so getting your lefts and rights mixed up. Yeah, this yeah. is a great one for that as well. Yeah, yeah lovely. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, so the, would you like to know another tip? Yes, please. <laughs> as many tips okay. as you want to share. <laughs> Okay, so this is a really good one. So, um, and we can use it in our daily life. Anytime you're feeling really triggered by something or you feel like you're going into a um, reactive pattern of behavior. So it could be um, feeling really angry and you have a pattern of having angry outbursts or that type of thing. A nice uh, way to kind of come up with a new and creative way of responding to a situation is what we call um, frontal occipital holding. So basically, you just need to put one hand on your forehead like this. So nice flat across, yeah, flat hand, nice and flat across your forehead. And then the other hand, just a nice flat hand across the back of your head. So you're holding, yeah, your frontal lobe and your occiput. <laughs> and basically what happens here is you're remembering the past. So um, when we go into these reactive patterns, we're we are always remembering an event in the past, which um, causes us to respond or react in the same way. Yeah. So when we have our hands on the back of the, our heads, we remember the past, but by putting our hand on our the front of our heads like this we're actually activating this creative center of our brain so we can come up with a new creative way of dealing with the situation yeah. so it's great for two reasons so you are active activating those centers of your brain um, and connecting them too so you're connecting the past with the present but you're also um, giving yourself a little bit of a breather <laughs> giving yourself some time out to, to think about what's a really um, creative way that I can respond to this situation that's different <laughs> from the way that I've possibly always responded to this situation. So, and I think we all do that. I think we, we all can go into these patterns of reactivity. So this is a nice one to kind of move forward in a different way and yeah, yeah. just try out some new solutions. Yeah. And so, and, and with this exercise, do we have to switch hands again? No, you don't need to switch hands. You can do this one lying down. You can do it in, in any situation. Just until you feel better. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a nice one. When you're feeling very, very stressed, very angry, um, yeah, very triggered, it's just a nice one to take some deep breaths and think about a new way of, yeah, responding. Oh, very nice. So it's also using intention. Yeah. 
tending yeah. to look for a different a different solution, yeah. a different response to stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we all do this quite naturally when we're stressed. Yeah. And that's a natural that's response true. to stress. And it's just yeah, this is a soothing way. When you do that, it's called emotional stress release. And so then when you put your hand on the back of your head, you you're remembering that that past event, but you're also um, releasing the stress and giving yourself a chance to come up with something a little bit more um, constructive. <laughs> yes, yeah, more resourceful for sure. Yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, that is so appropriate for now, you know, now that there are so yeah. many triggers, uh, you know, floating everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yes. Oh, yeah. thank you, Jimmy. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And is, no there, problem. is there anything else you would like to share with us? Any other tips? Yes. Yeah, so the last one I've got to share, and this is a good one when you're experiencing brain fog or anxiety, that type of thing, or you, um, you're kind of having trouble moving forward in life. Um, this is a great one for that. It's also a good one if you um, do exercise and instead of getting the lovely energizing effects from exercise, you're experiencing the opposite. You're feeling very tired, very drained after exercise. It might mean that you've got a walking gait imbalance, which are just these uh, points on your feet. So basically just at, on the tops of your feet, very close to where your toes are. Yeah. <laughs> so if you imagine your feet there, and these are your little toes. Yeah, just on the tops of your feet. If you give that whole area and even on the sides a rub, a really nice rub, <laughs> yeah, you can um, yeah, get a really nice uh, energy boost from rubbing these points here. So across the top of the feet and on the sides of the feet. And then there's also one underneath the balls of your feet and that's your kidney one point. So you need to rub that one as well. Okay, and that's so a nice so it would be like below the the ball like that, right? Like around. Yeah. This yeah. You just give me a second and I'll show you a picture. Just one second. Sure. Hopefully. <laughs> Let's see if I can find it on my iPad here. Yeah, no problem, no problem. So it's it's very much based on kind of like the concepts of acupressure, acupuncture. Yeah, because kinesiology is yeah based on the Chinese meridian system. Um, pretty much all of these points that we're talking about today um, are related to meridian points on the body. So they've got a very, very nice energizing effect and can be very powerful. It's so simple, but so powerful. Yeah, so let's find this. If I can find it. Um, No. Oh, here it is. Okay. So this is just a really nice picture for you. Uh, so those are the points there. Okay. Beautiful. And then underneath, you can see this little one here. Just there. That's your K1 point. That's underneath your foot. So giving those points a really good rub, but I wouldn't worry about exactly where they are. It's yeah. just above on the top of your feet. It's nice to have a nice foot rub. <laughs> yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, so nice. Lovely, and, and we could even ask the partners or the friends or the <laughs> to do the rub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that is really cool. Uh, thank you, Jeannie, for sharing all of that because, yeah, definitely right now we, we do need tools that help us kind of like stay in the present and snap in a way out of uh, possibly unresourceful moods, let's say. Yeah, and so yeah. That not only supports ourselves but our families you know 
kids, parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's so many nice things we can do for ourselves. And I'm really excited to listen to all the other people that you've got on this summit and and get some more tools. (laughs) There are so many different ones in this summit, and it's just lovely also to see that that holistic, you know, that whole um, way in which we can see our human experience and when yeah. we see it like that then it's a lot more um how can i how can i express this obviously it's whole but it, it goes at a deeper level you know when we can integrate from different practices different modalities so yeah. that's why i also invited you jimmy because you know when you share compliments many other of the of the topics and of the tips that other people are giving so Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Lovely. And is, is there anything else that we can do at home from the kinesiology point of view or from what you know that, that keep like maintain that helps us maintain our our health, but also kind of like a, a good mindset, a good state of being? Yeah, well, I one thing that's really important with kinesiology is goal setting. So setting a nice goal all the time um so you could set a goal every day (laughs) a goal for how you'd like to live your day or you might um think you might decide that there's an area in your life that you want to work on so um, setting a nice goal is um, really important because it really directs your energy um, in a really focused way so um, setting a good goal is really easy but it's just important to word it in terms of a positive outcome so say you had a sore back you uh, might not get the best outcome if you say my back now moves without pain or I'm now, now pain free because using that word pain um, you know it that sends a message to your body so your body kind of focuses on that pain word so rather than uh, wording it in terms of that negative um, symptom that you're feeling it's better to think about a positive outcome such as I now move comfortably and play uh, with my three-year-old in the backyard uh, with joy because if that's something that you really want to achieve and your back the pain in your back is kind of inhibiting that setting that goal will help you direct your energy towards achieving that goal so a nice positive um, wording for the goal is really important so yeah thank you I didn't I didn't really think that you would talk about goals because it's one of those things that you wouldn't really um think about uh, when, yeah. when it comes to maintaining well-being or our health so yeah we it's better if we use the word now in our in yeah. our goals okay yeah this is like happening right now yeah okay. yes yeah like it's, it's a reality yeah yeah and so your body really responds to that so that's a nice way to kind of move into you know a new way of being and you can balance your energy after you've set that goal with one of these corrections that I just showed you as well so rubbing those gate points is a nice way to move forward in life so you can say your goal your positive goal and then rub your gate points and move on with your day (laughs) fantastic fantastic that is such a cool tip and I think it would be really good to do if, if some of the listeners of yours perhaps journal in the morning or do something like that, then that would be a good time, right? To do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great time, but any time of day, really. Okay. Yeah. 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 
could we set goals for like specific things so for example let's say that um due to the current situation there's a lot of triggers at home um yeah every, everybody's working from home for example so yeah. one goal could be uh, i now have a peaceful lunch every day for example yeah can it be yeah. that yeah yeah so i now enjoy my lunch in peace or you know yeah i yeah i think anything like that could be a really nice goal so um just identifying an area that you'd like to improve and then setting a goal is just a really powerful way to get there because we can all um we can all you know realize that there's parts of our lives that we want to change but if we haven't written down a goal or focused on our goal uh we probably won't get the results we want. So, you know, writing it down is a great way to acknowledge it and achieve it. Yeah. Yes. Lovely. Lovely. I really, really resonate with this last tip that you are leaving us with because it's, it's a, it's a good way also of um, caring about ourselves and of taking responsibility for, for our days, right. And for what we want to experience yeah. and we want to create in our lives. So yeah thank you Ginny <laughs> and so well I, I think we're coming to the end of our interview and I don't know is there something else that you would like to share with the audience or um I think I've come to all of my tips <laughs> yeah. I think I mean, yeah well the ones that you can do at home um but yeah yes. there's so many other things out there but setting a nice goal and in balancing it with one of these there's lovely tips that you've probably got from these other practitioners on there. That's yes. a great way to move forward as well. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, Jeannie. And so if people want to come and see you for a session, where can they go to? Uh, so you can visit me at glowkinesiologystudio.com.au and you can book online there. Yes. Lovely. And, and, and Jeannie's in Sydney. Jeannie's based in Sydney, but you're also doing some um, yeah so um yeah i'm doing phone consults as well which has been new for me so that's one thing that's come out of covid19 is <laughs> getting yeah phone consults which has been really interesting and i i really like doing it actually so yeah face to face or on the phone <laughs> yeah fantastic All, yeah beautiful well thank you once again Jeannie. <laughs> so nice <laughs> to you as always and I want to thank all the people who uh, watched this interview, who enjoyed all the information and wisdom that Jeannie shared with us. And I'll see you next time. Okay, ciao. Thank you for joining us for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed and learned immensely from today's speaker. If you would like, you can also download the speaker's giveaway from the description of this episode. You just need to click on the link provided there. Also, if you're enjoying the content of this podcast, I would love to invite you to leave us a review on any of the platforms that you are listening from. You can also reach me at laura, L-A-U-R-A, at theloveapproachproject.com and send me an email with any of your comments. I would love to hear from you. And so this is it. I will catch you next week. Thanks for joining us here once again. Bye bye.